What's up, y'all? I would like to welcome you back to Build a Brand podcast series with me, myself, Jeremy Patton. Now, today's episode, we are going to discuss, or the topic of today's episode is going to be, there is no better time to start than now. Now, why is that today's topic? That's today's topic for a few reasons. Now, first and foremost, none of us are getting any younger, right? Time's not going to stop for any of us, and the world is going to continue to spin and continue to turn no matter what we go through, no matter what we decide to venture into or what we decide to pursue and go, or what route we decide to go. So with that being said, you might as well go ahead and start whatever journey, whatever your dream path is, and go down that avenue. The sooner that you start down that avenue, the sooner you will go through the different difficulties, the different struggles, the roadblocks, all that stuff that is going to be inevitable, that you're going to have to face, that you're going to end up going through regardless. And you will get closer to your goal and closer to whatever your dream or whatever your plans are that much quicker. Now, mind you, uh, success is never guaranteed. And there are so many different factors. In fact, most people that go into the business for themselves, most people that go after their dreams, they don't succeed. There are a finite amount, of number of positions, slots, opportunities uh, that allow people to reach the level of success that most people consider to be successful. Now, success and the level of success is all subjective. So your level of success might be different from somebody else's, but nonetheless, go in with that mindset. But know that if you decide not to go after your dreams or your goals, you are guaranteeing that you are going to fail. You are guaranteeing that you will not succeed in achieving your dreams, in achieving your goals, or anything like that. Now, another factor, some people, they have backup plans or they have safety nets or they tiptoe and they a go down the avenue of their dreams or their goals, half in, half out kind of mindset. And when things don't work out as quick as they expect or if things don't, don't go their way, then they tend to drop out of their journey or their path to their dreams way too soon, which, again, guarantees their failure because they decide to stop along their journey before they got to the point where they were able to turn their business opportunity or their uh, their dreams into reality. So go after your goals. Like I said, none of us are getting any younger. I'm in my own experience, I worked in various comp for various companies. I worked with a lot of people that were older than me. I worked with a lot of people that were younger than me. I worked with a lot of people that were my same age. And one common thing it, that I 
came across and in interacting with my coworkers and my peers was that they wished that they went into the they wished that they went after their dreams. They wished that they went into the field, the career field that they had an interest in, or they wished that they started the business that they thought of a long time ago. And then like years later, they're in a similar, if not the same position they're in when they had that, uh, that business idea or that realization of their dream. And they have regrets for not going after it. You know, if you are not walking in your purpose and if you are not walking in your role in society, if you're not walking in your, your, again, your purpose and your, if you're not walking as your true self, then you are inevitably going to have regrets and you're going to be somewhat miserable because now not only are you not doing what it is that you wish you could have done or that you wanted to do, but also you have the mindset of what if, what if I did go after my dreams? What if I did go after my goals? What if I did go after that business opportunity that I thought about? I'm sure Many of you have had a situation where you came up with a business idea or you thought of an investment opportunity or something along the lines of that, and you didn't go down the route to turn it into reality. Some time elapses and you come to realize or you come across another company or another person that had a similar business idea or business concept as you and they actually turned it into a reality and it is or it was turned into some form of a success story and now you're stuck kicking yourself in like the leg because that's the same concept or a similar concept that you had and you could have been that success story. I know I do all the time. I know that I've heard plenty of times from plenty of people and everyday people, whether I'm working with them, they could be family members, they could be friends, that they came up with a business idea. They didn't pursue it. A year or two, three years, five years down the road, somebody else had that same business idea and they turned it into a reality. Uh, um, that's why I say, that it's vital and it's very important to write down your business ideas because even if you can't go in for it right now, which I recommend that you find a way to do so, but if you're not able to, then write it down that way. And when you have more financial freedom or time freedom or a better situation where you are able to go after your business dreams, you are able to go back and refer back to that that idea that you wrote down and you're able to pursue it. Now, the next reason that I say that there's no better time to start than right now is because the world is changing constantly, but it's also staying the exact same. And I say that from a Western country's point of view, uh, being here in America and most countries around the world, 
live in a capitalistic society. Now, capitalism, when it came about, the idea was that there would be a free market where the best products, the best services, they would succeed and it would create some form of competition where people have to compete with each other and constantly improve and lower their prices for the betterment of the consumer. Now, it has morphed into, well, before I go into what it's morphed into, but the idea behind capitalism is that there is a trickle-down effect. So whoever opens up the business, they would obviously take the biggest piece of the pie, but they would also distribute their profits to their employees and, in theory, to the community. The community would work for the company, so you know it would filter throughout and trickle down to everybody else. And everybody is happy. Everybody eats. Everybody is paid a proper proportion to what the business makes. Uh, nowadays, corporations are considered people. Uh, the U.S. government has signed law into place considering corporations into people. And corporations have more power than people because they're also able to lobby. They're able to hire people to go and solicit lawmakers to pass laws and policies that are in favor of the corporation as opposed to the consumer, as opposed to the employees. And so corporations practically run society in a, in a sense, to a degree, I would say. And in this capitalistic society, you have to be a business owner to play the game, to have a fighting chance at playing the game. Either that or you're going to have to work in corporate America. And the vast majority of people don't have the opportunity to work in corporate America for multiple different reasons. One, there's simply not enough corporate positions available. Two, there are barriers that keep out certain demographics and certain uh, groups out of corporate America. And also, you have like a buddy-buddy system in corporate America. So if I know that, or if I have a corporate job and I have some pool and some kind of of influence in my corporation or in the company that I work for and I know that another position is coming available then I could simply say to a, a friend or a family member that this particular position is available I can instruct them to apply and then I could go directly to a high level HR personnel or somebody else that's within corporate and tell them that my friend or family member is interested in that position and they could pull strings and get my friend or family member to jump over the line of qualified individuals and get I could get a friend or family member in a key or high up position quicker than we would raise somebody else 
within the company up to that position. And so all those things factor into where we are as a society, right? People are getting paid less, or we're getting paid more, but the rate of the increase of our salaries are so slow that we are falling behind and falling further and further into poverty. It's in today's society, middle class is basically considered a living in poverty. We don't even consider really the people that are actually living in poverty anymore these days because inflation has increased that much that people in middle class are no longer really considered middle class Americans anymore. We're not able to afford the same lifestyle that our grandparents were able to. And I say our very loosely because, again, certain demographics were forced and there were barriers that kept certain demographics out of high paying roles or high paying jobs. And so in today's world, again, middle class isn't what it used to be. You know, I there nowadays working in uh, middle class America, you could barely afford housing. You could barely afford a home, uh, vehicles, living expenses, uh, bills. All this stuff adds up, and now you find middle class or people that are making middle class salaries working paycheck to paycheck just to pay their bills. And you could only imagine people that aren't considered middle class, what they have to go through, right? I worked at a job with people that had to work two or three jobs all total together in order to make their ends meet. And people do that for years. People do that for a very long time. So... The idea when I say to go into business for yourself is to take some of that financial stress off yourself, especially if you work multiple jobs that have low earning incomes. Like there are so many different avenues now. There are so many different opportunities where you are able to make a decent amount of money to take the place of at least one of those jobs that you're making a low income or salary at. And in theory or hopefully you'll be able to build up that business or that venture into taking over your full nine to five. And hopefully you'll be able to build it up to the point where it is able to sustain you, where it is able to cover your bills where it is able to make sure that you know you have health insurance, life insurance, and you have you're able to provide food and put food on the table. You know, the it, when I think of America or when I think of society, I think of the game uh, almost well, not even the game. So, like I said, the game is to Go into business for yourself, right? Build a business, build it up, build multiple, build them up, create multiple streams of income, 
uh, and play the game that corporations play. And you see that the laws are put in place to benefit corporations. They're put in place to build owners of corporations. That's, that's why you have owners that are billionaires that are paying zero dollars in taxes. When somebody that is making, uh, you know, a middle class wage or even, you know, a lower wage than middle class, they are, you know, they're paying 25% of their paycheck, 30% of their paycheck into taxes. You know, again, society and especially policies are put in place to protect and to make sure that business owners win as opposed to consumers, as opposed to employees. So as a member of society, it is in all of our best interests to become business owners and to find a way to generate extra revenue, find a way to use the same tax benefits and the same different policies that millionaires and billionaires use to better your state of living and your quality of life. Uh, the third reason why I say there's no better time to start a business than today or now is because we are living in the great resignation time frame. Kind of like the Great Depression, uh, the Great Resignation. We have had, had a record number of employees quit their jobs and go into business for themselves. And there is a reason for this. Not only is it a trend, because I do think that a lot of people are doing it because it is a trend. Social media has made business ownership look like uh, walk in the park and look, you know, look extravagant and look like it is something that anyone and everyone could do. But also you have a lot of people realizing that they are not getting paid their worth. You have a lot of people realizing that they are not happy at work or that they are depressed or they are being abused at work even. And you have a lot of people finally standing up to corporations and saying, I'm not going to take it anymore. The same stuff that we used to put up with and tolerate from our employers, a lot of people are no longer tolerating that. There is information out there and there is support out there that helps and that allows people more opportunities and more a more direct path of creating their business and, and getting their business to operate on a level where it is able to take over their, their, their salaries at these jobs that they're miserable at. And a lot of people are looking into those opportunities. A lot of people are looking into that information. A lot of people are taking advantage of it and they are transitioning out of 
working a traditional nine to five and working for themselves, working at home, spending more time with their family, spending more time with their friends, spending more time by themselves, spending more time uh, focusing on the things that they care about and the things that they desire. Right. And if you are or find yourself in a space where you are miserable at work and you can't find another job that is providing you that comfort or the fulfillment that you desire, then I do implore you to consider what it is that you actually want to do. Whether it is a career path, whether it is you know, a business venture that you have thought of, consider it, think about it, and look into it. Do the research. Do the research to find out what it takes to get that thing started, to go down that career path, to start that type of business, and then take action to start it. Take action to actually travel down that journey and that path. You don't necessarily have to quit. In fact, I cannot stress enough that I'm an advocate believer in bootstrapping the finances of your company. So you go to work, work your nine to five, and after your nine to five or before your nine to five, work on your business and use the money that you generate from your nine to five to fund your business. Use the benefits of your nine to five to your advantage. For example, one thing a lot of people don't consider when they quit their jobs is health insurance. Stay, continue to work at your nine to five for your health insurance. Continue to work at your nine to five. Maybe they have uh, some kind of tuition reimbursement. So maybe you need to go back to school and get a higher degree or get a degree in a specific field if you want to change career fields. Do that. You know, use your nine to five to your benefit because there are a lot of benefits from working a traditional nine to five and use those benefits to your advantage to put yourself in a better place, to put yourself in a better position to succeed. Now, the next reason why I say there's no better time to start than now is because the information that you learn now will go into the future right? Or it can go and apply to the future. I'm a firm believer that everything happens for a reason, right? I went to school for political science. After I got out of school, I searched for jobs in the political realm. I couldn't find it for many years. And it was to the point where I stopped looking for jobs in that realm, Ten years after I graduated, or yeah, about ten years after I graduated, I one day randomly out the blue there was an opportunity for a political job. Somebody needed assistance with their political campaign, and they reached out online. I saw their uh, that I saw a message that they or a post that they put up. And I reached out and after several meetings, after uh, initially getting the campaign going, I was offered the campaign manager role. 
And that afforded me and put me in rooms that I would have never thought I'd be in. That made connections with people that I never would have thought I would make connections with. That put me in, exposed me to a world where I gave up or I didn't believe that I would see uh, because it was never in my journey up to this point. But my knowledge that I learned and I earned, I paid for 10 years ago, came around full circle and afforded me these opportunities where I was able to to have these experiences where I was able to, to apply my knowledge and gain more knowledge in the political realm where now if any one were to come to me and say, hey, I'm looking to start a campaign, I would tell them where to register. I would be able to tell them what the first steps are to do in order to get their campaign going. I would tell them or be able to give them a time frame and uh, outline of the political process or their political campaign journey to build up support, to get volunteers, to get funding, to get a, a community awareness of the candidate, to register voters, to file financial paperwork. All these things are things that I have with this opportunity, I have learned that I would not have had had I not had that educational background in that particular field that I had, you know, and the same thing with this, right? Same thing with learning about business, same thing about starting a business. Even though the statistics say that and the statistics and the odds are stacked up against the mass majority of us. And they say that most businesses will fail, you know, within the first couple years, I believe is like 90% after the first four or five years, and then 98 before the first 10 years. Even though that that statistic is out there, that allows you or this journey of you starting a business, of you learning about operating and running a business allows you to gain the experience and the knowledge that's necessary that will help you with your next business venture or that may help you give tips or advice that is going to help whether a kid, a friend, a family member, somebody in your community that might come to you for advice. You know, there are so many people that have started businesses and even on my journey that I have been able to go to and sit and ask for advice. And because they went through it, whether they are successful in their own rights or their own own opinion or not, because they have had that experience, they're able to give me some sense of direction on what or what avenue or what path to go to or go through. And so that's another like that's a major reason 
that I think it's important that everybody goes down this journey and down this path. We live in a capitalistic society, so being a business owner is your one of your best chances of elevating to a better standard of living, better financial status, a better you know quality of life in society. And so the quicker you learn that process, the quicker you get that experience, the better. And hopefully your first business venture works out. If not, then at least you know that information for your next one. At least you know it. So when your kids are are growing up and they're going to get a minimum wage job, you're able to encourage them and say, hey, you're you're creative in your own rights or you're a a genius in your own right what is something that you have an interest in what is something that you would like to form into a business and offer to the world and you could give out guidance to the youth and you could give them a second or a third or an additional option that many of us didn't have growing up you know when I grew up it was you know go to school graduate from high school, continue to go to school, graduate from college and get a job in whatever field that you studied and live happily ever after. Well, that didn't work out for so many people that in my generation. So now you could say you could very much go to school and you could give that option for the youth, but you could also give them the option of you could also go into business for yourself. Or if you are able to find a job that pays well right out of school, get that job. Go to trade school. Get a tr- uh, knowledge and a certification in some kind of trade career, and you could go that route, right? You're able to give them different options uh, that they are able to choose from, and they may even choose to do, to do multiple of them. There's a lot of people that are in school that own businesses or People that went to trade school and they work in uh, some kind of certified career or a career that needs a certification, they're making really good money, but they also started a business on the side or they also went to school or they're also going to school to, to get an extra degree or to get a degree to go down different avenues, right? So the more options you have, the better. Give them the option and give them the guidance. Learn this stuff for the future of the youth. Because somebody has to teach them. Now, the next reason that I have written down is funding and support is at all-time high. With it being uh, considered the Great Recession, there's so much support. There's so much funding out there. People want to see people win. People want to see a success stories. People want to see that people are able to make it by uh, building a company from scratch. People support business owners more now than ever. People want to see the backstories. People want to see that the business owners have some kind of personality and they support and they want to feel close to the business owner and 
that draws in extra support. The social media gives people uh, more direct exposure to business owners. And most times these major corporations, the owners and the, the people in corporate America, you don't have exposure to them. You don't know who these people are. You just know that they're rich, probably somewhere living uh, their best life, having two, three homes, living, you know, going on yacht trips every other week. And people don't feel connected to them. But with social media, you are able to see who the business owner is. You're able to see the work that goes into whatever their craft is. You're able to see the work and the things that they go through along their business journey. And it is almost as you are taking that journey with them. And people support that. Uh, financially, there are so many different financial programs out there. There are so many different financial opportunities out there are, uh, that people don't like that are now being exposed and that are now so a few things. One, they are being exposed for the one, the financial avenues that have been keeping out certain different demographics. They're being exposed and they're being called to the forefront to rectify some of the stuff that they had going on on for centuries. Now they are opening up some of those barriers and they're giving out opportunities that weren't there before. Also, you have, again, with social media, with you, with YouTube, with the Internet, you have information available for you to seek out different funding opportunities and different funding routes because as not only are financial institutions giving out funding but also corporations are giving out uh, business grants you have the government giving out business grants whether that is your local state government your local city government that could be the sba which is the small business administration they're giving out grants left and right you have so many different funding opportunities to get a funding. You have crowdsourcing opportunities where you could say that you could put together your business plan. You could put together your uh, business pitch, if you will, and you could tell people whatever your product or service is, and you could get the customers and consumers and people that want to support you to invest in your company for a small portion of your company. And you could use that to grow your business, right? Now, the last and very important one is the useless class. Many people are a part of the useless class. Excuse me. Now, what is the useless class? We're going to talk about it in a second. Let me take a sip of water real quick. Now, the useless class. The useless class is a class of workers, a class of people that they project experts, that is. And when I say experts, I mean uh, financial forecasters, business forecasters, uh, people that have corporate jobs and that have money funding time to do research on how society will change in the future based off of the direction society is going, the direction that businesses are going in. And 
there are massive amount of people that are going to be laid off and put out of jobs. These multi-billion dollar corporations are doing everything they can to save money. And they're doing everything they can to speed up the process and to perfect their process of production, to perfect their process of delivering services to customers and consumers. And the more technology advances, the wider jobs that robots and computers are able to perform are becoming. And the few different areas that this is already impacting is people that work in uh, general merchandise stores or any type of merchandise store, grocery stores. Think of self-checkouts. Self-checkouts were rolled out and uh, laid off so many different employees that used to have to sit there at each register and check people out. Now you go to a grocery store, there might be one or two registers that are open, but you have 15, 20 different self-checkout registers open. It's 15, 20 different jobs that were cut right there and then there. If not more, because you have those machines working 24-7 as opposed to your typical eight-hour shift, right? So that's one example. You have warehouses that have robots that are moving and pulling orders and pulling packages and packaging up boxes and stuff like that. That's that's another avenue. You have manufacturing warehouses that have machines that are, uh, are machining parts and machining different products and services and stuff like that that used to be done by hand. All those jobs are being taken over by machines and stuff in time. You have cars that are self-driving. You have actual companies, and you can look it up, Domino's, for, for example, um, they have a car that's in beta testing that is able to deliver pizzas to your doorstep. So now you have delivery drivers that are about to be put out of service. You have electric self-driving trucks that are being made now. What do you think that's going to do to the trucking industry? It's going to put truck drivers out of service. You know, you have Amazon bought up all the Whole Foods and now they own Whole Foods and now they are creating stores where you don't need any human workers on the floor. As a consumer, you could go in and they have the technology where you'll scan your phone or a chip or whatever. You go in, they have cameras set up all around, they have scales on under all the products, and as the customer walks through, the cameras follow them through the store, and they pluck this, put it in their cart, they pluck that, put it in their cart, and through the cameras and the scanners and everything that's set up in the store, it is able to calculate to the exact 
amount that that consumer picked up and put in their cart. That consumer is able to then walk directly out of the store without going to a teller, without putting their groceries in a bag or anything like that. And they are just simply charged to their account. So now you're putting out store employees. You know, you have also like customer service. When was the last time you called customer service for your for your cable or electric company or, you know, your Internet? And you had to sit there or your cell phone and you had to sit there and deal with the automated machine for an hour or two because you couldn't get to a real live rep. So you have all these jobs that so many people depend on to put food on their table that are going to become obsolete in the future, in the near future, because technology is advancing rapidly. So those are my top reasons on why you should definitely start your business journey now, sooner than later. And then if you want to add to that, look into where society is going, look into the new tech that's going on, and look into how you could create your own avenue because even with uh, like with NFTs, blockchains, Web 3.0, cryptocurrency, those are jobs that still need to be fulfilled. We're barely scratching the surface with that. And those are already billion, trillion dollar industries. So look into researching how to Get your hands in there. Look into how you could build tech. Look into how you could build products or how you could connect a service to that technology and start a business that way. Come up with a business process. Write down your business plan. Seek out funding. Hire somebody that knows how to do it. Right? There are so many different opportunities and so many things that you have to uh, like that you have to prepare for that the, the way the world is going, you know, it's if you don't go into business for yourself, I'm afraid that you will be left behind. And this isn't like just me, like look into it yourself, look into the things that I discussed here. And you'll be able to see that many of these things are happening, you know. So with that being said, uh, this is an episode of Building a Brand. And I'm your host, Jeremy Patton. Uh, until next time, I hope you guys have a wonderful, exciting, and informative day. Uh, please comment, like, subscribe. Uh, share your opinions, your thoughts. If there's any other reasons that you think should be added to this list, make sure to uh, you know leave a, a comment. Make sure to like you know send a message. You know, or you could you could find my company on all social media at babwjp or go directly to our website babwjp.com. 
You can leave an email, a direct message, whatever the case is. We'll look into them and you know we'll make sure to include them in future episodes. So with that being said, I hope that you guys have a wonderful, exciting, and informative day. I'll see y'all next time. Deuces. Thank you.